Welcome to the Positive View Podcast, the podcast where we explore life circumstances, mental roadblocks, and endless opportunity to discover the positive view. I'm your host, Brianna G. And I'm your other host, Christy Murphy. Today, we're discussing positive reinforcement. Yes, but before we get into that, at the end of each episode, we set a mission for ourselves. And this week, our mission was to identify a positive phrase to say to ourselves or to someone else uh, related to positive self-talk. Christy, how did that go for you? I'm going to be positive about it. It went great because there is a lot of room for improvement. It really bothered me. I even listened to the podcast again. It bothered me that the thing, and it's a casual example. I'm a regular lady. I don't know why, I guess some sort of middle school scarring. I'm really hung up on the idea that I'm not good looking. Like, I mean, I don't feel like I'm an ugly person, but that's by far, long story even longer. We talked about... um positive self-talk and I was talking about looking in the mirror and some days I'm bloated and I feel incredibly fat-faced and I knew that the the um the reverse of that would be able to say I'm beautiful and in the course of that podcast I immediately discarded that phrase Brianna Mm -hmm. and went for really weird (laughs) things like deep nail beds and just all kinds of crazy things that you know my gray is coming in nicely like these aren't necessarily like i'm like there's an a answer here right there's a hundred percent a answer mm-hmm. uh feeling fat-faced and ugly i feel ugly what is the positive what is the positive thing to say it's i am beautiful so um i spent most of the week just talking about how that was very discouraging then i spent a lot of time looking in my face and um the world rewarded me by making me uh particularly bloaty this week which was fantastic opportunity Mm -hmm. and I did not take the advantage to say I am beautiful I examined that it was hard to do and I am officially now uh just before the podcast started like we take a little break before we do our pre-talk and now I looked into the mirror I brushed my hair and I said I am beautiful and did I believe it Brianna 10 (laughs) percent 10 percent I believed it and so uh I'm going to say I've actually put it into my yap app the y-a-p-p app that has the phrases, I can do hard things, I'm willing to be uncomfortable, and now my phone will randomly buzz and say, I am beautiful, and I am determined to brainwash myself, I'm going to positive self-talk myself into believing I am beautiful, because mm-hmm. the truth is everyone's beautiful, and inside of everyone includes, oh my god, me, Brianna. Uh-huh. That's a long way to say, I've got a long way to go, but I'm starting now. I love it. Oh my gosh, there was so much in there. First of all, I love every time you talk about yourself as, I'm just a normal lady. <laughs> I don't know I why. To... That just makes me just so happy and it, it just makes me smile every time. And then, of course, you know, the 90-10, the right? <laughs> Believe, believing your positive self-talk. My immediate uh, phrase, of course, that comes is, what a wonderful opportunity to bump yeah. that up. Yeah. Um, 90% of an opportunity there. Yeah, yeah. I do really appreciate, though, just the candidness in talking about that and, and coming to the realization, <laughs> as we did at, in our conversation after recording last week of, hey, wait, I missed <laughs> Wait a second. There was a different answer there. Um, I will say for myself this week, uh, my positive phrase is you got this. (laughs) Like it was either you got this or I got this because 
it's just, uh, it's a, you know, I've talked about this a little bit already. It's just kind of a, not even kind of, it is a challenging time right now for me health-wise. And um, that is manifesting itself in some extreme fatigue. And so <laughs> I just have to keep telling myself like, you got this, you can do it, you can do it, you got this, you got this. And I just, you know, I love it because it's it's a long this is not a new phrase for me. So this is one I've had um, for a while, but especially when I'm getting kind of high on the, I don't got this scale. <laughs> it is a really good one um, because it always makes me kind of mm, chuckle, giggle. Uh, it just lifts my mood because I'm just like, you know, it, it very much feels like this internal sort of, um, yeah, you got this. Yep. Mm -hmm. You got it. <laughs> kind of, which just makes me laugh. And then I feel a little bit better. So my positive self-talk this week was just reminding myself, like, you can do this. You got it. You can, you know, fill in the blank, t whatever task this week felt a little bit uh, out of, out of reach. Um, I got it. I got it all done. Um, so yeah, that's, that is how the mission, uh, <laughs> that's how the mission went for me. I love that. I think yours, uh, well, no, it's not a comparison game. I'll just say I'm very impressed mm -hmm. by how well you did. And I will say that there is more to, uh, pos we'll probably have to do another episode on positive self-talk because there's a lot of opportunity, let's just say mm -hmm. there. Um, and I think one of the ways to re uh, reinforce positive self-talk uh, for yourself and others is today's topic, which is positive reinforcement. So we're going, we're next level in it. We're mm -hmm. leveling it up, Brianna. So when I say positive reinforcement, what does that mean for you? Well, I think, you know, the easy answer to me, positive reinforcement feels like that thing that I try to do. Repetition is the word that comes uh, when I think about positive reinforcement. It's just like, almost like I was talking about before with that phrase, you got this, you got this. <laughs> sometimes especially if I maybe I'm not believing like I don't know do I got this then it's repetition but truly that positive reinforcement is that um, taking something that I've done well and really bringing awareness to it so that I can say okay this went really well um, whether it is something I did something that happened um, I, I guess we'll, I'll talk about it more toward behavior, my own behavior. Um, so if I've handled something particularly well, then it's just bringing some self-awareness to that and, and, and highlighting how good that feels and how positive I feel and, and um, bringing kind of that, what I would consider maybe like that higher level energy to it so that I can remember that for next time when I maybe am facing a same situation or need to pull on that behavior uh, sometime in the future. I love that. I love that. And I think that's a real high level way to look at it, like to just see, yes, I'm going to reinforce when I do what it is that I do right. I think the hope behind like positive reinforcement is that when we reward ourselves in whatever way that we deem appropriate or that we decide in advance we're going to do, that we we make it more fun and more exciting mm -hmm. to do the good the right thing mm -hmm. and it's what's really interesting is there's this concept of the carrot and the stick right how you lure like a like a horse or something where you dangle the carrot at the horse and the horse runs faster or you whip the horse with a stick right and the horse runs faster and one of the 
things that I've realized is that I am a stick heavy person. Like the, the consequences for not doing things motivate me quite greatly. Mm-hmm. Let's just say, um, like I worry about, I'm going to look bad or I'm going to disappoint people or, um, I'm going to get fired. Or my dad's going to kill me. Mm-hmm. These are all the things that have stopped me from doing bad things, right? This is what's pushed me into doing the right thing. It's that there was going to be something bad happening. But then when you want to level up, like the reinforcement for me, like I realized even though the stick works very well for me, I haven't leaned into the carrot enough in my life. Like when I think of positive reinforcement these days, I'm starting to think of things like flat out like, self-bribery or bribing people because i know as a kid if you clean up your room you're gonna get mcdonald's on friday that worked Mm -hmm. like that really worked i remember my brother was moving and his kid was not really on board and he said um if you get excited about this and you really put your mind to making it work we're gonna buy you an iphone and the kid was in do you know what i'm saying and Mm -hmm. i'm I do think there's something to that. And also the concept of, I love a good hype man. And I think positive reinforcement, <laughs> like the very good dog, good boy kind of deal, um, can really take the edge off of me, like nagging my guy to death, to be honest. Like what, what inspired this episode, this episode was me listening to some of our older episodes to try and <laughs> catch my negative self-talk during our positive <laughs> self-talk. I was like, what did I do there? so much room for improvement Mm -hmm. and uh, one of the things i mentioned was my guy um buying all the wrong stuff at the grocery store and instead of me just constantly nagging him about yeah you've got me lysol toilet bowl cleaner that's not lysol like what am i supposed to do brianna fling it around like what that's not (laughs) it's not gonna disinfect the air um (laughs) just fling cleaner around it's not even remotely the same thing except it's the same brand on it so instead of just constantly <laughs> nagging him about you know could you please read the bottles a little more carefully instead of just look at the prices because that's what he does he'll bring home something that was cheaper like isn't this just as good like no no i can't fight covid in the air with <laughs> toilet bowl cleaner david but anyway <laughs> my point being <laughs> When he bought the right stuff home, I had to make sure to tell him, oh my God, that's great. This is actually the perfect paper towels that I wanted. You know, instead of the cheap paper towels that literally disintegrate the second you try and unravel them. Do you know what I mean? You just get like paper towel strips or shreds mm-hmm. um, or worse, the the bathroom tissue that has a tendency to just make weird, I don't know, butt crack confetti is the word <laughs> I'm trying to think of. <laughs> Well, that's TMI. When he buys the good toilet paper, <laughs> I reward him for doing a good job. I don't know if I'm going to recover from butt crack. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and now it's my turn to be composed <laughs> and go. Um. <laughs> all right. I feel like it's... <laughs> so many things I could say and now they're just all gone. I was trying to think of a positive way to put it. And that's what came up. Okay. Well, I mean, the great thing is if I can give you a little positive reinforcement, oh, consider my mood lifted. Wow. This is great. 
I got this. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, first of all, excellent example. <laughs> positive reinforcement. I think though that you're really, you know, that's really hitting it on the head. It is that idea of we want, you know, instead of kind of that nagging, constantly giving the stick, which only works for so long and for some people doesn't work at all. We really want to find those things. Um, I think that what is really important with positive reinforcement, whether we're doing it for ourselves or we're doing it for someone else, is really you have to find, you know, whatever that reward is, you have to find something that's meaningful for the, for yourself. Or again, if you're doing, uh, you know, trying positive reinforcement for someone else, you have to find something that's motivating and meaningful. Otherwise, it, it's not going to work. I mean, I feel like uh, that is. Uh, that is important. So I'm thinking of, you know, myself and I know um, from a nursing perspective, you know, when I first started, people really liked, you know, not people, some people liked to work, um, you know, they liked to work overtime because they really, they liked the time and a half or whatever. And for me, uh, that just was never going to be a that was never going to be, money wasn't going to be a motivator for me to like, I just appreciate my time and that work-life balance. And so if I had to do it, I would definitely, but it's not necessarily what I, what I used as my trying to go above and beyond for my job. You know, I tried to find other ways uh, to do that. So I think it's important when we're talking about that and especially for yourself, I think, um, oh, let me speak for me, for myself, I definitely had to identify, well, what was actually going to be motivating enough for me to be like that positive reinforcement? Because um, I think sometimes I would borrow other people's ideas. Uh, and then they weren't really very, truly, when I thought about it, they weren't necessarily interesting. And so they didn't really hold any weight uh, to be at all, truly to be reinforcing of whatever um, new behavior I was trying to um, trying to work my way into. Yes, I totally agree. I think for me, one of the problems that I've had using positive reinforcement on myself for you know self reinforcement is that I feel like I'm too busy. I don't have time. I'm so busy looking at the consequences, and I forget that me making everything a drag, like I feel sometimes my brain doesn't recognize that it is an effective tool and that it is something that actually could work or that is something, if I'm honest, and you and I've talked about this before, that even should be employed. Like mm -hmm. <laughs> you, we and I, you and I both are like, yeah, you should be good at your job. Do your job right. <laughs> like that you're getting paid. That's the enforcement. You know, I've got, mm -hmm. I've got a little bit of an edge um, of, um, kind of meanness in that regard mm -hmm. <laughs> like and what I don't realize is when I say that to people and I don't say it out loud but when I think of it like that I never I never say to people that's what you get the money for do you know what I mean like I don't say that I'm not um Don Draper or something yelling at Peggy um I am very good with telling people like because I'm a good hype man I'm good at acknowledging um people doing hard work I'm really quick to notice that however some people would prefer cash time off something else and I think you hit the nail on the head when you realize oh you really do have to customize it so for me one of the things I do to try and positively reinforce um 
my uh, writing habit is that I write every day and I give myself, I write the little number and I'm supposed to put a star on my calendar so that I could look at all the stars and marvel at all the days that I didn't, um, that I wrote. Do you know what I mean? And, And admire my streak and be proud of myself. But mostly, you know, I'm looking on my calendar literally right now and I haven't put a star on the calendar, even though I've written since September. Since August 30th, Brianna, mm-hmm. and it's, we're in October now. <laughs> and uh, mostly the reason why I write again is I don't want to break the streak. Sure. <laughs> so I've taken out the positive reinforcement, right? The, the moment where I get to say, you know, because mostly all I do is I look at the number and I'm like, wow, that number is less than the number I'd hope for today. And I take away, I've, I'm all stick, Brianna. And I think, I think it would be more fun if I reinforced that positive view that I'm that we're doing in every episode when it comes to achievement by looking at what I did and rewarding myself in a meaningful way and for me that meaningful way for instance when I save money or I earn more money might be giving a percentage specifically as mad money like I'm so concerned with saving and then randomly spending that I don't tie the two things together mm-hmm Do you know what I mean? Like I try to go too strict and then I go wild instead of like supporting my budget or supporting my habit of writing with the star and acknowledging myself. And I I think the biggest thing for me with reinforcement is I don't remember to do it. I don't remember what I actually would, what positive thing would, would motivate me to go more forward. And um, I think it's a habit to be very, what's the word, sticky? Like literally like, you know, hit with the stick. Like I know the, 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 mm-hmm. this horse, me, not a horse, please don't think I'm that person, but this horse, me, has responded to the stick so much that I think I'm like kind of whip happy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I, I, I mean, I definitely identify that with that because I think one of the things that, um, you know, I think one of the things that I respond to is I, I definitely don't actually, I, I don't feel like I respond well to negative reinforcement. However, uh, like actual when someone's, you know, I mean, I can take constructive feedback and learn and and change, but like if someone's just kind of negatively, and I feel like there's a difference. There's the difference between someone like, kind of like, oh, hey, you didn't do this and, you know, you need to do it better the next time versus that real negative kind of shaming, um, what I would consider like that shaming kind of stickness, I guess. And I would say, um, you know, the one thing for me that I've come to understand is, uh, I like the stick is imaginary. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it other than that, but like I, I unfortunately for much of my life have been motivated less by, I mean, I do want to do a good job, but less by like the idea of praise. And like you said, more that idea of um, something bad happened, but I don't actually have a lot of, uh, experience and or evidence of not doing well and actually getting the stick. Does that make sense? 
I don't know if that makes sense. Other, so uh, like, I guess what I'm saying is, um, I, I'd like to stop uh, being motivated by this imaginary stick that's frankly never really truly been a thing. I'd like to start seeing positive, more positive ways, more positive things about myself and finding ways to, to be aware of those and celebrate those, hype man it up, I guess, um, for looking at ways to change my behavior or just be, um, be more encouraging to other people. I think there's just this focus on, oh my gosh, I just don't want the bad thing to happen. So, you know, I'm so like, I don't want the bad thing to happen that I'm trying to do my best, but really it's like, could I not just try to do my best? (laughs) Because that would feel good. Um, I think so that's, uh, as, as we work towards, you know, this positivity and um, I'm trying to be more realistic about my abilities, which means be more positive about my abilities and the things that I've been able to accomplish. That's really been a goal for me is to stop being so worried about, essentially being so motivated or worried about the failure that I look more towards, well, I know I've got skills in X, Y, or Z, so I know I can do this. And again, that sense of if I make an error, if I don't do it right, if it doesn't come out perfectly, fine, I will learn from that. But that's not necessarily the stick. Right. Yes. Yes, I do. I do understand that. I I will say that sometimes there's a stick a coming that is not even one that I've put and I'm dealing with the consequences of it and honestly, I think I think there's a weird I think the advantage it, the advantage to positive reinforcement is that if you become numb to it it's not as dangerous as becoming numb to negative reinforcement. Like there's a futility involved with negative reinforcement. Like mm-hmm. I have a lot of health issues. And it feels like I've been dealing with the stick, the consequences of not being as aggressive with my doctors. And some of these things aren't, some of it isn't stuff that's in my control, right? Some of it is not me. Um, However, the, what my brain interprets as a stick, which is dealing with a lot of pain and dealing with a lot of things, it feels so overwhelming at a certain point, like the consequences of inaction, for instance, I've, um, I've put on a lot of weight. And I can feel the consequences of that action, right? I'm feeling the stick, but I'm so numb to this stick. Do you know what I mean? It's not that Mm -hmm. motivating anymore. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the great things about positive reinforcement is if I say, you know what, when I hit this goal of, and it doesn't have to be losing a bunch of weight, it could be when I hit this goal of doing this many days on my eating plan, or when I hit the goal of doing, you know, something definitively in my control, when I hit the goal of um, doing this amount of my, you know, always doing, attempting to the best of my ability to do my physical therapy exercises at the end of that, then I will get insert X reward. Do you know what I mean? I'll get a massage. I'll get, you know, something like that, like setting a clear goal of something that's within my control where there's like a very specific outcome. Like I've always been trying to save money, you know, and I've been doing well and paying down my debt. But I realize every once in a while, I'll just go berserk, Brianna, and start buying stuff from Amazon. (laughs) Also, like buying 
incidental items from Amazon is turned into a weird COVID entertainment mm-hmm. that, that sometimes. And I think what would make me feel less guilty about that is if I tied it as a positive reward for some of my actions. Like, okay, I've adopted a, um, like, I stole this from you, your um, sort of um, waiting list for purchases, mm-hmm. right? Like the hold zone before I just jump on and start clicking. And I don't buy that much stuff, but I do buy stuff, right? So if I put it on there, then if I have like a goal or something I'm working toward, I can say, hey, you can have something off of, you can have one of these prizes for this ticket. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And it could be that like Amazon list. And for, and and even just talking about it, it makes me feel really excited. Like I like having something very specific. I think the concept of positive reinforcement is, for me, it just feels vague. And when I make it more real, like you get an iPad with that really nifty um, paper thing on it, like, mm-hmm. you know, with the iPad pencil that we were talking about before, like, okay, when I hit this amount of revenue or I've written this amount of books or I've done this amount of words for this amount of time, I get that iPad with the specific pencil and the scribble. What is that thing that I had on it? The paper. There's a there's a special protector that goes on it that makes your iPad feel like it's paper. And I want that. I love that. I think I have tried you know, again, we coming, coming to that idea of uh, needing to have some self-awareness to understand what's going to be motivating or what's going to, you know, what is going to be your positive reinforcement is important because I feel like where I, I've tried similar things to that. And I feel like in this way, I become very rebellious (laughs) And that, you know, I might put something on a list or I might set some, you know, well, if I do, you know, if I accomplish X, Y, or Z, then I'm going to go on, you know, go on and get something off of my list or I'm going to go to this movie or do, you know, whatever the kind of the prize is, that positive reinforcement is. And I feel like there's a part of me that's this kind of... um which is so weird. (laughs) So I recognize it. Okay. But it is this part of me that suddenly is like, whoa, 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 you're not going to tell me what to do. And I'm talking to myself here. Right. Like if I want this thing, I'm, I'm going for this thing. So I have not always had success in the kind of setting that goal and um, waiting (laughs) for the accomplishment. Um, But one of the things I I have found, and this is thanks to your influence, is that idea of the hype man or that idea that we are going to celebrate, you know, personally, just even just internally celebrate our wins. I feel like I have become much more aware of rather than just trying to like shrug it off as if it's not a big deal when I've had some sort of accomplishment or, you know, I've met a goal or something has worked out kind of, you know, something that I've planned has worked out. I've actually taken some time to just really stop and even just talking to myself, say, wow, this is really great. And, and take that as the positive reinforcement, like recognizing the the positive things that I do and or accomplish because I, for the most part, tend to just, you know, shrug that off. 
But the other way that I uh, have worked to build the positive reinforcement is to then share it with someone else. And then you get to have, you know, you get to have the, the positive reinforcement of like, look at this thing. But then someone else gets to share that and celebrate with you, which is just to me so much more um, really for me has helped to solidify sort of my perspective, uh, positive perspective on some of my skills and abilities. Like I said, that in the past, I maybe would just either shrug off or not even see as something that I could do well. Uh, so that that idea of not only identifying and celebrating for yourself, but then sharing it with someone, a trusted friend, a family member, a coworker, uh, so that they can celebrate it with you is an awesome, awesome, awesome way to practice that positive reinforcement. I love that. I think that's a great idea to, yeah, enlist community and reward yourself for yeah, and, and, and also what that forces you to do is it provides clarity. I think one of the great things about positive reinforcement is in order to reinforce a behavior, you have to define what it is you want to do. And mm -hmm. it really helps with very specific goals. Like if I am trying to reward myself for taking taking a walk every day, let's say I want to walk two miles every day, I have to I have to define the behavior first. Right. I have to define what it is I'm looking to do, what it is I'm looking to accomplish. And I feel like saying to a friend, one, establishes accountability. So that puts a little stick there. But two, like knowing that you're going to celebrate with somebody is a great way to reward yourself. And also, it's easy to forget to do the victory dance sometimes for some of us. Um, and having that that person sort of rooting for you, mm -hmm. I think can really help do that. I think that was one of the fun things about writing in the office was to be able to say, oh, I'm going to do this today. And then have people go like, did you do it? And you'd be like, yes. And they're like, congratulations. And that little, little bit of a fist bump, that little bit of a high five really can get you somewhere. I think what gets me in the way of reinforcing my positive behavior is I feel like the goal that I have to have in order to have positive reinforcement has to be really great, has mm. to be really big, and has to be really out there. And then what happens is when I plan a big goal that I'm going to reinforce myself, what I end up doing is when I don't get it, I end up negative self-talking myself. Yep. And so I think one of the keys for positive reinforcement to be most effective for other people and for yourself is to clearly define a set of small wins so that you build win upon win upon win so that every step around along the way, instead of me telling myself, oh, you haven't done it yet. You haven't done it yet. I'm telling myself I'm doing it. Check. I did it. Yes, I did this. Yes. And one of the things I've done that's even just a really simple way for me to positive reinforce myself a little bit more is I use um, an app. I use the Things 3 app for uh, the things that I have to do in a day. And I used to have like a morning routine with all these different things. And then once I got these seven things done, then I could check off the morning. And what happened was the lack of being able to check things off my list made me feel like why even open up the app. And so what I've done is I've broken things down and I've rewarded myself each, each time. 
I check something off the list, like, yes, we're going. Yes, mm -hmm. we've done it. Yes, we're doing it. So it gives me that feeling of forward momentum. So if you find yourself setting goals that are too big and feeling like you're failing, the key, and that the key is to get okay and to understand that by reinforcing every small step along the way, you're reinforcing a resilience and a joy about doing the task instead of just having one big victory. Although, you know, your mileage may vary, but I think, I think it's something to consider. Mm -hmm. That makes me think of, um, you know, we use this, uh, it's the effort and impact. I think that's right. Effort and impact grid. So along one axis is effort, along the other is impact. And then you kind of, all of the things that you want to accomplish, you kind of plot them out. It's like, okay, well, is this, you know, is this going to have a high impact, but it's, you know, it's like moving mountains. So it's going to take a lot of effort or is this something that's going to, you know, it's going to have a lot of impact, but it's not going to take much when you can, uh, when you kind of think about it, that's what I think of when, you know, you're talking about the the steps along the way, um, when you can plot, if you can kind of plot out those things that you need to do, um, particularly if this is something that you're newly trying to practice, really looking at those things that are going to be, um, you know, low effort, excuse me, yes, low effort, high impact, uh, also the, like, the quick wins, the low-hanging fruit, the things that are going to get you the, like, the positive, you know, give you the opportunity for the positive awareness of what you've accomplished, uh, then to start reinforcing that, as you said, is just going to help you along the way so that you can get to that bigger thing, that final goal, the bigger goal, without you know, getting overwhelmed by like, I don't know how I'm going to go from, you know, I don't know, walking two minutes a day to climbing Kilimanjaro, you know, <laughs> well, I'm going to do that by, you know, the low, you know, an impact in a low effort is I'm going to start by walking two minutes a day. And that's perfect. And it's, it, it's great. And the more you do that, and the more you can say, okay, well, I did it today, I did it today. Uh, and just keep reinforcing what a what a win that is for you. Um, I think you're right. You're really just going to um, have so many gains from that uh, overall. I will say one of the areas where uh, I think I've struggled, and so I'll just share it in case there are other folks out there. I am not very good at setting goals. Like I am a person who loves structure, but when it comes to like that future, I I can make a plan, I can come up with ideas, but for whatever reason, for me personally, like for my personal life, um, I I don't I don't always know what it is. Like I can't always see the end, so it's hard for me sometimes to set goals, to have those small steps along the way, to have those small wins, because I feel like I'm a little more. Um, like when the time is right, then it's like jump. <laughs> uh, so that's sometimes difficult to plan for. So there is, you know, I think what I've had to learn then is the reinforcement was, okay, well, I had this kind of, I'll call it an instinct. I don't, I don't know what else. My gut says do X. And so I'll think about it for a little bit and then I'll do X and it works out. And then I have to remind myself it's less about the thing and the outcome and more about remember when you had that feeling 
yeah, that's the one. <laughs> like, that's the one to pay attention to. So I had to, like, kind of, took me a long time, actually, to figure that out, too. Um, but I have to, now I have to, now, actually, I feel I'm much more comfortable because I've reinforced that, okay, that's the feeling. Oh, that's the feeling. Listen to that and do, you know, do, when that feeling comes, do the thing. Um, so I've had to, uh, some, over the years, just once I've accomplished something, kind of back it up to say, well, what got me there? And it was this, you know, feeling, a thought process. I'm not, it's it's a little bit different, but it all comes down to, oop, now's the time. Uh, so I had to learn what that felt like, learn kind of the thought process that come up or like accompany that, and then just keep following it. And the more I did it, the the more confident I became in that's just how I do things. That's just how I make my decisions. It doesn't necessarily look like the way other people do it. Um, I can't always explain why I'm doing things to people, but it works for me and that's what I'm sticking with. I like that. And I like the idea that you reinforce, you give yourself positive reinforcement every time you follow your gut. Like when I do this, it's not about where the chips fall. Every time I bet on myself, I'm winning. Because if you do that enough times, you always come out ahead. Do you know what I mean? And I think that's what I really love about the concept of positive reinforcement is that we can reinforce any behavior that we're enjoying about ourselves. And I think it really works with coworkers, spouses, and I think it works great with children. I think kids respond very well to positive reinforcement. I know I remember a friend of mine saying, her mom used to make a big deal every time she went to the potty. You know, it was all good girl, good girl, good girl. And her mom um, got distracted and started talking on the phone after she was, you know, while she was on the potty or something. And so um, she literally tugged on her um, shirt and said, hey, more good girl. Like, <laughs> like that wasn't enough. Like, more good girl. And um, I honestly think... Deep down inside somewhere, that speaks to me. The more good girl. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that there is a shortage of praise in the world and an abundance of criticism. And the criticism gets absorbed so quickly. And it will affect us for longer than we believe. And I think positive reinforcement can override a lot of negative things. Mm -hmm. If somebody is rewarded for, I mean, I remember distinctly as a kid being, they would put stars up on a board every time you learned the next timetables, like your, your ones, your twos, your threes. And I remember I memorized up to 24 times 24 so that I could get the longest row of stars. <laughs> and... I still think there's a big, I mean, I'm still using those same stars today. Mm -hmm. It's amazing what that will do for kids. And if it works on a kid, it'll work up on a grown-up. I'm, I'm surprised at how, <laughs> I'm surprised at how many, like, if you do all your homework, you'll get ice cream can work for me mm -hmm. sometimes. Although I will say as a grown-up person, I'm like, I'm going to get the ice cream right now. How about that? So right. I do have a little bit of that, or a little bit of that. I have a lot of that in me. However, I will say that there is some fun in if I 
if I get all my words in by two o'clock, I'm going to go to the movies. That mm-hmm. sometimes really does work. And it makes the movie more fun. And it that positive reinforcement is something I need to do more of. Maybe not with the movies these days, but soon, soon, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think when we talk about positive reinforcement and particularly um, in trying to um, positive rein- positively reinforce um, behavior for others or like provide that positive reinforcement for others. I think it's important um, because that's not actually something I'm very good at, (laughs) which I came to understand uh, when I, um, you know, had my first uh, supervisor role, I was very much like, (sighs) I feel terrible saying this, but like, yeah, come, come to work, (laughs) like come to work, do the job that we all get paid for that's that's I didn't know that people need more than that (laughs) and I know that's silly but um not it's not silly that they need it I'm saying it's silly of me that I didn't understand that but um having that verbal reinforcement isn't actually one of the things that I feel like I necessarily need need I mean it's nice to have it's nice when someone tells me that I've done a good job for sure um but I, I've not, I, I sometimes am actually very uncomfortable, I can be uncomfortable with compliments or praise. Um, so it's not usually a big motivator for me, or it's not one of those things that I'm really looking for, or is going to affect the job that I do either way, because it's just not going to. So of course, I thought, you know, as a new supervisor, I, it's, still learning that not everybody thinks the way that I do. (laughs) And so, um, I got a lot of feedback, a lot of feedback, um, (laughs) that, you know, I wasn't doing enough to tell people that they were doing a good job. And I'll be honest, even now that sticks in my craw a little bit, because again, I feel like just like I, I, okay. I mean, I can't, I can't get into it. Um, it's tough for me uh, to do that or to to rem- like to remember. So I'm I you know as people were telling me that I really truly was hearing that as constructive criticism or constructive feedback, and it's it took it took work for me to not get caught up in my own work or get caught up in kind of the operations of the stuff that we were doing to remember that, okay, yes, I'm working with other people. And if someone's telling me, I need you to tell me that I'm doing a good job, then I need to make the effort to do that for them. And I didn't always do it. I, I, I'm telling you, I didn't do it well. Um, or like, I wasn't always um, very aware of like when that was needed, I guess, but I did work on it and I am trying to get better at it. And I feel like, you know, it comes back to that thing of trying to, you know, trying to understand, you know, if you have that ability to affect or, or have an influence on others, just being able to understand what it is that motivates them. And if it is, you know, they need to hear from you that they're doing a good job, then figure out, especially if you're not someone who that comes naturally to, you know, just figuring out how you're going to, how you're going to do that. And so for me, 
I just started, you know, when I saw someone doing something, um, or like we would, uh, we would send emails to people who had really good attendance, like, thanks, you know, basically, thanks for coming to work. We appreciate your engagement, that type of thing. Um, and people really appreciated it. And I, and, and I feel like, you know, I had built it up into my head, like, oh, it's such a big thing. And there are so many of them and how am I going to keep track? And honestly, I just had to start doing it. And it, it became, it, again, it's not a natural thing for me, but I learned and I positively tried to reinforce myself with, um, you know, you're hearing that it's working. So keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it. Um, and it, I feel like it, definitely improved. I mean, it didn't work for everyone. It wasn't what everybody, you know, it, it wasn't necessarily what everyone needed. But for those folks, I feel like who were looking for that extra uh, positive reinforcement for the, for the, you know, the work that they were doing, it definitely um, had an effect. Uh, and then it too had an effect on me in that I feel like I was a little more positive just overall uh, about you know, when you're identifying where people are doing well, you can see that they're doing well. And it's not all about correcting um, the, uh, maybe the missteps or, you know, doing the coaching uh, for things. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Because I, I can't see, like, not everybody is the same. Some people require less positive reinforcement than others. And then some people require it in different places in their lives. Like, I think you and I both have always taken pride in the work that we do and have always just taken as a given that we want to be good at work. Like, it, it is mm -hmm. actually very distressing to me to not be good at my job. And when I'm put in a situation where I'm not good at my job, I unravel pretty fast. So mm -hmm. I just want to get out of there. Um, or in the case of, uh, the job that you and I had together, uh, I was asked to leave because <laughs> mm -hmm. I had some serious, I, I literally had a breakdown because I wasn't doing well at work. So I just can't handle that. But other people, um, for whatever reason, it's not like where it bothers them. Like for instance, some people would be bothered to go outside because it, without any makeup on and because of just the way their face looks. I don't know, whatever the reason is that they have for that. And that doesn't bother me at all. And it doesn't even matter what anybody thinks about that for the most part. And I think different people have different things. But I will say one of the benefits of positively reinforcing behavior on others is there's a weird halo effect that it has that I'm kind of addicted to, which is when you point out what somebody's doing well and they feel good, they, and I hadn't realized this, they can inadvertently have a good feeling about you. Hmm. And it's, it inspires friendship and loyalty beyond what you might expect, because I didn't expect it to work that well. Like mm -hmm. I didn't, I just noticed it and it was something fun to do. You know, like when people are having beers and somebody, you know, rolls a strike at the bowling alley, it feels good for everybody to high five, right? You're like, yeah, all right. You know what I mean? To cheer someone on. And I come from a family where we all do that naturally. You know, we all cheer each other on. So we're our own biggest like fans. Uh, I remember somebody actually dating me saying, you know, I'm not a fan. And I remember thinking we shouldn't be dating because that's not how that I do this. Mm -hmm. Like that's not how we work in our family. I'm a fan of the other members of my family. If I'm going to your play, 
okay, I'm clapping the loudest, the first. If I'm going to your whatever and you need somebody to participate because everybody else is just sitting there, my hand's shooting up. I'm, I'm doing this. I'm here for you. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm going to encourage you first. Okay. Like to get the ball rolling. Like, I'm not going to let you just hang up there. Do you know what I'm saying? And so it's natural for me. But what I hadn't realized is when you do that for people, they really appreciate you and you get invited to some fun stuff. And like, I don't know, like whenever there's snacks, you get, like, you get a lot of stuff. You get like snacks and um, invitations and um, just like uh, people are more apt to say nice things when you do things right. Like it it Mm -hmm. really comes back pretty fast. I was surprised. Mm -hmm. Well, and, and I think you're, you're hitting on what we've talked about in the past with positivity is that it definitely does um, radiate outward and can just in, in, encompass so much and I think you know one of the notes I wrote (laughs) as far as positive reinforcement is that we have to then be be open to and have kind of have that view right that positive view we have to be aware and and ready to see positive things in order to provide either ourselves or others with positive reinforcement so I appreciate you talking about that um that sort of pay it forward uh idea of you know, positivity, or excuse me, positive reinforcement, because then, yes, you're giving it, you're giving it out, but then you, you know, you yourself are also getting something from it. But again, talking about the ripple effect of that. So, you know, you've helped, you know, you've helped me, as I said, with the hype man and and being able to see my own Um, things that maybe I take for granted, or I just hadn't really looked at as um, that's actually, you know, something that I can do well or have done well. And in turn, then that just helps me be much more aware of when others are, you know, it, it helps me then to identify when others are doing something well. And so they're not, you know, they're too, or as well, I'm not just taking it for granted that, oh, that person's doing a good job. And they don't really need me to say anything because they know they're doing a good job and they're probably fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? So now I'm like, oh, that person's doing a good job. Let me make sure I go tell them or let me make sure I send them a quick email or, um, you know, some kind of acknowledgement of it. So I do love that idea of the ripple effect of positive reinforcement so that it, it and it is that idea too, that you're modeling that for someone, maybe not intentionally, but you are, uh, so that you know, hopefully then what happens is they then go out and do that. And then you've got, again, that sense of ripple and everybody's reinforcing everywhere, uh, the positive, uh, providing positive reinforcement to the, the folks in their circles, uh, which is lovely. I, yes, I do think it's lovely. And I'm starting to think of like all the things I get for being, for positively reinforcing people. I'll give you an example. If somebody cooks something that I really love, I'll marvel at it like because I'm a big food person, um, especially food that somebody else has made and I get to have for no actual effort on my part. Mm-hmm. And uh, my mom, uh, my mo- yeah, my mom's husband, um, I guess my stepdad, we're about the same age, so <laughs> it feels weird to call him my stepdad, but mm-hmm. he makes humba and it is absolutely one of my favorite dishes. And I rave about it to everyone all the time. What does this mean? 
I believe secretly that the amount of Humba that I get in my life has increased significantly uh, in direct <laughs> proportion to my compliments about his Humba. And, and it becomes kind of a self, he enjoys making it more maybe, uh, mm -hmm. but I enjoy eating it more. I will tell you that. And uh, the same things have happened with many a uh, cupcake dessert, many a lasagna <laughs> that somebody has made at the office, like these kind of things. Like if you want, if somebody's doing something that you really enjoy in your life, make sure to positively reinforce that because you'll get more of it. My guy, when he gets all the stuff from the grocery store right, whoa. I mean, I've got to tell you, he pays attention to all the labels now. The, you know, it's a, mm -hmm. it's kind of a Christmas miracle because uh, I know of a lot of people who have guys who are just constantly bringing back the wrong Lysol or, you know, toilet paper, but we won't go back to the butt crack confetti. I did. I said it again. <laughs> I love it. Oh, what a great reminder of, again, that sense of what can, what can ripple, what the ripple effect can be of positive reinforcement. It makes me think of um, my grandma loved to cook, was an incredible baker. And one year um, she always made a cookie, like sugar cookies, with just some real simple frosting for all of the um, holidays. So, you know, pumpkins at Halloween, hearts at Valentine's Day. And I remember I took them home to my roommates once and they were like, what is this? And I told my grandma one time <laughs> that my roommates loved her cookies. And I swear, every holiday we got cookies, like <laughs> lots of cookies. And it was awesome. She'd call me up and she'd say, uh, so how many cookies you and the girls want? Oh, good times. <laughs> and then, you know, eventually sometimes they'd be like, uh, it's Halloween. Where are your grandma's cookies? <laughs> All right. I'm not going home in time to get the cookies. And then they're like, hmm. uh, so, <laughs> yes, there can be inadvertent, uh, gains from, uh, positive reinforcement. And I will say as someone who, you know, I don't, um, I, I, I have a couple of things that I can cook real well, uh, or bake well. And I think when it, there is something lovely about being able to, you know, someone said, Oh, I really like your X, Y, or Z, or thank you so much for doing this for me. Um, and so when you know that and you get an opportunity to do that for them again, um, there's just, it feels like there's just a little extra energy or love behind it. I'm not sure what it is, but it just feels so good then to do that for them again. So you get the positive reinforcement the first time that, you know, they've shown gratitude. Um, but then you know that being able to do something for someone that you know that is going to be, you know, appreciated, of course, but that they're really just going to that's going to like brighten or, or, you know, be positive for them. There's just, yeah, that is, that is a wonderful kind of side product, I think, of that initial positive reinforcement. Exactly. It's it, positive reinforcement and being grateful are two very closely related things, in my opinion. And if I'm looking for an opportunity to show people that I appreciate them, it is in a lot of ways positively reinforcing them. And I think all of those things together really can help us sort of bring the party to life. Mm -hmm. And I want to bring more of a party to my life because honestly, I've been feeling low energy lately. I've been feeling, you know, you and I both have had some health issues right now. I'm doing 
you know, some back stuff is happening and it's low energy, low mood, low health, low mood. And I'm just trying to bring back the energy to doing a, like a lot of times when I'm down Brianna, then then the good stuff that I do for myself and others starts to fall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So it sort of spirals the other way. And I think by setting small goals and being grateful and being positively reinforcing exactly what you're doing, like, and not me constantly saying to myself, this isn't enough that I've got so much further to go and just focusing on, no, if I reinforce this daily behavior, like sort of build a habit, it's a great way to build a habit. And habits are a great way to build an amazing life, right? Because it's something that you start to do without thought and positively reinforcing each small habit that you are, that are going to get you where you want to go is the difference between like a life where you just accidentally slowly fall off course. Do you know what I mean? And a boat going to the destination where it wants to be. And I want to go where I want to go. And I want to have a better time doing it. We're only here for a little while. So if I can't enjoy, you know, I'm a person who looks to the future a lot. And as a consequence, sometimes I neglect the present. And uh, the future is built <laughs> by what you do today, Brianna, not just mm-hmm. in my elaborate plans for the future. And I think positively and reinforcing those small habits so that I can make my future real. And I feel like I'm living the future now. It's it's a way to reward myself for a bigger win later now. And mm-hmm. I just like that. I like, uh, I want an Oompa Loompa and I want it now. And I want to bring the party and I need a little bit more party these days. And so that's why I'm really excited about this particular episode. And I think um, I want to use this positive reinforcement to help mm-hmm. me with my positive self-talk because there's a lot of opportunity there. And I just, yeah, I'm feeling happier already just thinking about it. Mm-hmm. I definitely, you know, being able to talk about this and how we can, find ways to positively influence ourselves and influence others and really build that muscle of positivity. And especially when it comes to positive self-talk, I hope that, um, you know, I'm trying to think of, you know, how are, what are some things I can do to even uh, improve my positive self-talk through positive reinforcement? Because I feel like, you know, the more, I was talking about it earlier, the phrase, you got this, right? The more that I can find those things that are actually going to work for the self-talk part, I feel like the more I can positively reinforce that, that is just going to help my perspective to just overall be able to see positive things happening in the world, which then I get to reinforce even more. So I feel like I'm I'm trying to find this like positivity loop, I guess, or, or, um, but just, I, and I don't, I don't say that to, in a way that is to say that I'm never going to see any, I want to see positivity only, and I'm never going to see negativity. That's not, that's not what I'm saying, but I do think that there's room in my life to, um, be, be more carrot. Yes. (laughs) Um, especially because, you know, if I'm looking, you know, if I'm so focused on these um, possible, you know, focus on the fear of possible failures versus really focusing on what I can do well and seeing the positive aspects of my life, I feel like I'm I'm not moving in the right direction. Uh, so really just coming back to that idea of um, 
how important it is for that positive reinforcement, just not just of like behaviors, but really going back to last week's episode, talking um, the positive self-talk. I think that is really big because that for me gives me that sense of that internal sense of, uh, you know, this is what I have influence over. This is what I have control over. Um, and I, and, and that's really where I want to want to be focusing my time and my energy. Absolutely. Cause I think the hope behind positive reinforcement is to increase the behaviors and the thoughts that we have about ourselves more by rewarding ourselves inwardly, which in whatever way it takes. And the problem can be that it's sometimes we fall into a habit of not even recognizing what we're doing right, or we don't even take time to realize what we want to do, or we look at others and we're so worried about the consequences of them not doing a good job that we forget to reinforce when they're doing I mean, doing a bad job, rather. We're, we're, we're so busy correcting that we don't take time to acknowledge when they're getting it right. And I think what can help us do that is just looking for an opportunity and to establish very clear, like I think clarity can really help us when I know this is what I want to do and this is how I want to make it happen. And then if that doesn't work, then just trying again and figuring out, okay, no, we're going to do it like this. And each time, each iteration, each effort, I think positively talking to ourselves and then reinforcing that effort with um, some type of reward, even if it's just an own, like a personal inward high five or celebrating with a friend or buying yourself something nice or, uh, I don't know, enjoying the free food that somebody got you because you complimented them on how they made it mm-hmm. <laughs> or whatever it is. I just think it can actually, I do, I'm looking for a loop to get back into the positivity spiral. And I think positive reinforcement can definitely do that for us. And it's a great way to act my way into the person I want to be deep down. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I think that uh, takes us right into the mission for the week, which is to find an opportunity to use positive reinforcement either for yourself or for someone else. And we would love to hear from you. How did it go with the positive reinforcement or your efforts on your positive self-talk? That or any of your questions or the perspectives on any of the topics that we've discussed, you can email us at positiveviewpodcast at gmail.com. That's positiveview, podcast at gmail.com. Yes, and don't forget, new episodes are available every Monday. Please subscribe and take a moment to rate the podcast because it helps more people find us. Also, if you're enjoying the Positive View podcast, share us with your friends. That is our show for today. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Christy Murphy. And I'm your other host, Brianna G. We'll talk soon.